Podcast, Social Climate Change. Interviews. What's the story behind the sign? I have a couple dumb ideas. Oh yeah. It's, uh, cheaper than therapy, by the way. I thought about it. Oh, they do. Yeah. Good job. Thanks for the tip. No worries. Do you think everything's meant to be? What kind of question is that? A philosophical. Need a better question. Okay. Are you religious? Not really. Damn it, I really like that question. Is there a reason for any of this shit? Certain things when you try to answer you make a fool of yourself by default. That was the position that you would put me in by asking that question. Well, I wouldn't want to put you in that position. So the first one, through the cracks, the poetry is in the streets. So the episode one. It was a little bit awkward when I first Walked up to Joe, I like texted him and asked where he was. We went to Carytown, it was like this little shopping center area where like all these like young people go and we're old people and it's like everyone in Richmond goes. Anyway, so I go there and it starts off a little bit awkward. It's like 12 o'clock on like a Monday. Truthfully, I felt awkward because I wasn't that, I feel like I made myself seem a little bit more professional than I even knew how to be, because um, I didn't really know what to expect. I just wanted to go there and kind of just record what happened. I'm thankful that Joe gave me a chance because he was really good. I was actually surprised how willing he was to help me out with my little documentary. I don't know, it's weird as I have three ideas. I know what I wanted. Cracks. Poetry is in the streets with Bathroom Joe. Enjoy. Sorry I talked to, too much, but I kind of like it, so I'm going to leave it. It's my podcast. Hope you like it, actually. Peace. Ethan, out. MP3 version of Through the Cracks. Um, it's a birthday poem for my, my daughter who's turning uh, 22. Yes. And she goes to BCU, she studies environmental science, so she's really quirky uh, and lo loving. And, uh, um, she loves her dog and uh, uh, her boyfriend and uh, nature. Does <laughs> she graduate? She's going to graduate this year. Okay. When I first met Joe, it was pretty awkward, actually. Um, it was at an open mic. Uh, Richard in Richmond, Virginia. He uh, was the best poet there. 
and um, he went by Bathrobe Joe. How should I spell name? He wasn't wearing the bathrobe, but he was the best poet there. Turns out he knew the host of the open mic because he came out and told everyone that Joe travels around the country writing poetry for strangers for a living. But that was really cool. I've never heard of anyone doing that. So I was drunk a little bit. It was the day before my birthday, October 18th. The night before, and I was at the bar and I was drinking. Took another shot, went outside. When Joe went to smoke a cigarette, I asked him flat out if I could just follow him around for the next couple of days and document his process of of uh, writing for people on the spot with whatever they give him. I thought the idea was really cool, and it really was. Um. But what you're about to hear are the excerpts from the audio. You can check the full visual out. This is a little bit extra audio because you need a little extra something. If the visual gets the visual, you need to get a little bit something from the audio. It's like <laughs> when you write something it's and the like, first one. let's say you really like it, right? Countries and the streets. And you don't want to let go of it. What do you yeah. do? Um, I take a picture of it. If my phone's alive. If my phone's not alive, then I'll like... Uh, put my info on the back and ask him to send it to me, but that happens maybe one out of ten times to actually send it back. How do you tell whether it's a good one or a bad one? Uh, I know it sounds kind of like a stupid question, but... You can tell. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you could uh, put it in words, really. Have you ever been surprised about what people thought was really good? Um... No. Maybe I haven't like shared their opinion. I've definitely wrote ones where I was like, eh, just whatever, and they're like, oh my god. But, yeah. And then sometimes I'll write something I like and it'll be like tepid, and then I'll be kind of disappointed. But never like a super, super big surprise. Who are your favorite writers? Uh, shoot, that's a hard question. There are only like a couple poets I actually really like. Um, and even then there are ones that I liked before that I don't really like or read much now. Like the first poet I read that I was kind of pulled over by, like a lot of people, I was pretty young. Was Who was Kap- it? The first person that I was like really pulled over by or like impressed by was Bukowski. I was really oh, young when I first read him, but I don't really like to read him anymore. I don't, it's not that I don't think he's like a good poet. Um, some of his stuff is like amazing, but like I'll, read it enough and it's kind of like you get a song stuck in your head that's like sort of what it feels like like I'll just kind of have in my mind like oh I was hung over in a tiny house with a whore and you know what I mean it'll just be in my head I get kind of tired of it but I don't know I like um Robinson Jeffers is a good poet who is it Robinson Jeffers I never heard of him yeah yeah not super well heard of I found out about him through Bukowski actually but uh this like nature poet that lived in Carmel in California, very beautiful, and basically like, like talk shit about the human race, kind of. <laughs> um, it's funny that he lives in nature talking shit about the human race. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's, uh, it's like the contrast or whatever, 
duality of man. Yeah, but it's really good. Uh, um, I studied philosophy, like I was saying, and it's very philosophical poems. So like Where'd you go to school? Um, George Mason in Northern Virginia, close by where you live. What'd you study? Philosophy. Philosophy. Just like broadly philosophy. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was the, the degree. I had like stuff I was kind of specialized in. But... What were you specialized in? Um, really liked American philosophy. Um, what is American philosophy? I actually don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a lot of people know, but like America had a lot of really great philosophers. Like, like um, more prestige to the Europeans and the British and stuff. But we had formidable, super brilliant, you know, amazing philosophers. John Dewey, William James, Charles Peirce. Um, How, what uh, time century is that? It's like early 1900s. Uh, mid 1900. Uh, I was literally thinking in my head when you said that Jack Kerouac. Oh yeah. Well, he's he's a know, writer, I know. But yeah, what makes a philosopher yeah. different than a writer? Well, philosophy is uh, kind of talking about like first things. Like what is reality? What are ethics? How do you you know? I base my philosophy off of the movie The Matrix, personally. Oh okay. What I thought was most interesting about the movie The Matrix is that they purposely lived in such shit, a shit shit, man. They had such a bad shit. It was like, why would they want to eat like that oatmeal like every day and like all that? And it's like, it's just funny what people will do to find the truth in such a fake world. And it's just so weird. It's like, why would that be a thing? Why would that be good? Yeah. yeah. It's not even a question. I'm just talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just remember the guy eating the steak in that movie. That's, Fuck yeah. Uh, I kind of sided with him, I guess, when I was a kid. Like, I was like, why don't I just eat fucking steak? Okay. <laughs> Like, you kind of reduce that argument to absurdity. They were, like, in a really crappy ship, and they're, like, finally in the real world. And then, like, the next morning they wake up in Andromeda somewhere, and they're like, ha, gotcha again. Like, <laughs> Matrix is all the way down. Right? Yeah. Um, I think in the final analysis, all of this may be completely beyond our comprehension by default, you know? kind of a nice thought when did you start traveling around and uh, writing like for the for people um, sporadically and stuff well I started traveling before I started writing on the street um, when I graduated school which was 2013 um, I kind of like I got into grad school and could have done that and like had a more square life and um and then the, kind of like the summer that I was deciding, my friend had bought a school bus that he like renovated into kind of an RV. And he's like, hey man, we're, I'm trying to ride down to New Orleans in this thing and live in it. What are you doing this summer? And I was like, fuck it. And at first I thought I was just going down for like a couple weeks or whatever. And then very quickly I was like, oh, this is my life now. <laughs> One summer. Mm -hmm. What happened on that bus? Um, or, you know, 
through with. Yeah, yeah. We rode down to New Orleans and uh, crash landed in the seventh ward. And all there were like four of us. So I just kind of like made our way in life like that. Were they all artists or just kind of just nomads? Um, we were all just, mm, kids. We just kind of graduated school or whatever. And, uh, you met them in Georgia? No, idea what they're doing. Nah, um, in Fredericksburg, where I went to high school. There was a girl I was dating and a friend I had known, and then we picked up a random guy in Virginia Beach, and he hopped in. Fun. Yeah, and uh, I just kind of made my way from there. Who's your favorite band? Uh, my favorite musician is Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean? Did you like um, Blonde? Of course. I like you everything. Did? He's my favorite musician. I, I think everything he's done is good. What's brilliant about him, honestly? I think he's brilliant. I'm not what? disagreeing. I just, I just, I just <laughs> better, don't... Better I, phrase that question respectfully now. <laughs> um, what's brilliant about Frank Ocean? I, I'll be on a lot of well, well, to do well, that. Okay, I'll, I'll change it. Well, you're right. I will rephrase. What exactly different, like, makes him different than other artists that are popular, such as like Kanye West or like, you know, Lil Uzi or something? Um, like his writing. Sometimes people ask me. That's a place to start, at least. Um, sometimes people ask me like who your favorite poet is, and I'll say him. Uh, writing is pretty incredible. Um, man, I, everything. I don't know. I think he's pretty phenomenal for being like the first uh, transparent rapper and artist in general kind of in this new age. Well, definitely, yeah, it took a lot of courage to do that. Especially to do it in a way that like refused to be labeled as a certain thing. You're going to interview somebody who was like, how does it feel to be blah, 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 bisexual, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you can just end the interview right now. I'm not going to, like, you're just trying to, like, label me as a person. Like, yeah, please. I have no. such little respect for a person sharing, you know, intimate details of their life. Hold on. <coughs> Hello? Yeah. What's your relationship with, like, substances and, and writing right. or art in general? Uh is they all have, have you seen the thing um, with like the spider webs on different drugs and stuff? Have you seen that? It's like a little meme. They give a spider a bunch of different drugs and then all the spider webs look different. It's kind of like that. Like I can tell what was going on if I look at a poem afterwards. Um, when you're stunned, they're like, mine are a lot more like dense and metaphorical and don't make quite as much sense on the surface. But they might not like flow as much, but there's like, three times as many ideas in them, you know what I mean? And then drunk ones are like, I'd be like a little outrageous, sometimes too much. Um, but then other times I just more risk taking, you know what I mean, for better or worse. Um, Molly ones are some of my favorites. They're a real joy to write. I don't, I don't do that very often. Um, yeah, but like in a intense psychedelic sort of hyperactive mind way. Um, yeah, yeah. Those ones are like, dude, I'm telling you, it's all like little spiders. They all have like styles to them. Those are like little, um, like, like riddles usually, you know what I mean? Very short, cryptic, um, some, some finer writing, I think. 
all told. Um, but honestly, like most of the time, they make you think the writing's better, but like once you actually look at them when you're sober, you're like, eh. Um, we've been friends since 15. We all go to the Ittery whenever he's in town. And um, I just want to give him something just to say thank you for being my best friend. MSG like Pavlov's dog, recalling all our war stories recited over General So's chicken bone grave. Smells are the road to history, they say, and my past smells like soy sauce. It looks like you're chewing, smile, laughter, making white rice jiggle on the plate. My future, ringing in an empty stomach, is a story I will tell you. My future smells like soy sauce, too. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to see his reaction. Thank you. Yeah. Ciao. Fuck it. At first I thought I was just going down for like a couple weeks or whatever. And then very quickly I was like, oh, this is my life now. Why traveling? Not, not. It's like a, I don't know, kind of a shortcut to inspiring yourself. It's a bit of a light hack. <laughs> you see something new, it makes you think of new things. Um, I was in Bangor, Maine, and it was these two ladies, and they said they wanted uh, really rough lesbian anal sex in an aquarium with sharks in it. That one was pretty weird. I've thought about that a lot, writing like sex poems or crazy poems. Hey, how's it going? Good, so we pick a topic? Money's weird, man. People aren't supposed to know how much money you can make writing poetry. It encourages a lot of bad decisions. One lady gave me a laptop one time. She had a sugar daddy, and she had left him behind from where she had uh, traveled from. So she was in one place, and then she migrated to New Orleans, and she was trying to leave all that behind. And uh, the guy was like buying her stuff, and he bought her this really high-end laptop, and I wrote her poem she liked a lot, and then she gave me the laptop for it. Like, I want to get rid of this stuff. Other than that, just $100 bills sometimes. When you get lucky-lucky. I studied philosophy in school. It was kind of my first love, writing about ideas. And poems usually for me are like that. Like, it's mainly a vessel for a certain perspective on something. Does the camera make you uncomfortable? No, <laughs> not much does.
Squiggly butterflies, there are no second amendments to protect your wild power. I've reached back to Mozart today when I sneezed and yanked his ear. You broke a robot's heart this minute, sister, when the Rube Goldberg future follows suit. We did not know, we did not know all this world history rippled from the aimlessness this small tuggers of the giant net and tiny stringed membranes of the universe. We did not know we cannot ever avoid. We are small waves and a small rock's friend. We are flapping careless wings and culpable culprits. Still, really, we were the ocean all along. Why it's kind of like that. Like surface. I can tell they, they might not what like going on. When you're stoned, they're like minor, a lot more like metaphorical. I'd be like a little outrageous sometimes, too much. But then other times I just more risk taking. You know what I mean? For better or worse. Molly ones are some of my favorites. They're a real joy to write, but like in a intense psychedelic sort of hyperactive mind way. I don't I don't do that very often. Um, you tried writing on else? Yeah, yeah. Those are like little um, like riddles usually. You know what I mean? Very short, cryptic. Um, some some fine writing, I think. All told. Uh, honestly, like most of the time, they make you think the writing's better, but like once you actually look at them when you're sober, you're like, eh. I'll tell you the story about this too. We were always like set up nearby him. Um, he would like start talking to us, and then eventually he was like, oh, I got something for you. It's like tweaking out. And he's, he's made a bunch of these for a lot of different street poets in New Orleans, but I think I got the first one. I was there when like the signs started getting made. Anybody who likes that sign, go down to Frenchman Street and find Conan and buy some art from him. He's, he's having a get out of jail art sale, that's what he calls it. Stay out of jail art sale, yeah. I had this mini Polaroid, and for a while I was taking pictures of all the people that got poems. This lady had just gotten breast implants, and she wanted a poem about her new boobs. That's the poem right there. I was like, can I get a picture of you with your poem? She was like, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna put it in your shirt, okay? She was oh, like, all right. <laughs> I thought that was like bandage wrapping. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> to wrap up her new boobs. There are no second amendments to protect your wild power. I've reached back to Mozart today when I sneezed and yanked his ear. You broke a robot's heart this minute, sister, when the Rube Goldberg future follows suit. We did not know, we did not know all this world history rippled from the aimlessness, this small tuggers of the giant net and tiny stringed membranes of the universe. We did not know, we cannot ever avoid. We are small waves and a small rock's friend. We are flapping careless wings and culpable culprits. Still, really, we were the ocean all along.
Are you trying to go to VCU to do theater? Um, no, but I have a friend that's um, into theater that's looking at VCU. She's also looking at uh, Shenandoah University ah. and a few other places, but she, she goes to um, a different high school. She's graduating this year, so. I went to VCU for uh, theater. Oh, cool. Yeah. It no, was... I'm a total theater nerd. Like, I just, I can't, I love musical theater. I can't sing for the life of me. But I love just, like, theater in general, so. I, I like, I like, uh, straight plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah straight plays a lot. Just because, I mean, I don't know, it's fun to yell. And that's usually, since they can't <laughs> sing, since they can't sing, they gotta do something. And so they yell. And yeah, it's, I know. And it's fun. I love it. Do you go to um, Virginia, the Virginia Repertory Theater a lot? Uh, no, no. Um, I actually never got booked there. <laughs> um, I was uh, at Theater Lab and I went to uh, uh, Richmond Triangle Players. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did shows there. Uh-huh. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, I go. I volunteer for junior rap for Curious oh Stuff. Nice. So um, yeah, I love it. You get free tickets too, so that's always fun. I want to see Curious Case so bad. Yeah, I know. I think it might be over soon. Like, is it really? Yeah. In my, in my just, yeah. I have no idea. I wanted to see it so bad. They have um, a new one. What is it called? Uh, between Riverside and Crazy. Heard of it, but I haven't. It I don't like know anything about the it. Tony in 2015 or 2016, something like that. But it was not that good. Hey, cool. we, I saw <laughs> him on the first night, so like I don't know if that affects it. Uh, you know, give and take. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, it's not that. It was. It was okay. I'm excited for Sister Act there. Ah. Um, though I don't really know Sister Act. So I mean. I mean, I just think I've seen the movie when I was younger. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but I get a free ticket anyway. So I really like, wish hey, I saw Curious Case though. Like I yeah, actually I really wanted so to see it. It's really that. good. Do you read the book? No, but I know everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> All I really knew about it was like Daniel Radcliffe was in the movie. <laughs> I knew nothing. Um, about Daniel Radcliffe was in the movie. Harry Potter fan, so. probably. I didn't know he Daniel Radcliffe was in the movie. Yeah. He was in it on Broadway, I think. But I don't. I don't think that was the first one. I think it was like a revival or something like that. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. He does. He does theater a lot. He does everything. He, yeah. He does everything. What's your favorite show that you've been in? Have you been in uh, shows? Um, yeah, I just do like high school. This stuff from high school though. What's your favorite? Um, we did Heather's. We did Heather's last year. Oh Heather's wow! How was yeah. Heather's? That was really fun. Uh, I like the show a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, the Parkland shooting happened, and then so, they, so did, so the what? Parkland shooting happened. Oh, like the day before. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, so. Right before, so it was almost going to be canceled. That timing but it's is kind insane. Of, I know. But it's kind of a good, it has a really good message to it, so... Yeah, there were we therapists went all, we there. Went all, we made, we made some audience. changes. Like, people had to be killed off stage or something like that. But, you know, it was already a risky show to do. So, yeah, we do a lot of those, like, kind of modern... Like, we did Legally Blonde freshman year. Sounds um, like y'all have picked the right shows. Definitely. Well, because we don't have, like, a lot of money for our theater department, but we, ha we have a lot of talent in the department. I'm not a very good singer, but, like, I still love doing it. Um, and we have a lot of talent, so we try to do the shows that we can kind of pick up, you know, um, and do minimal with, but like also make it look good. Mm -hmm. Caroline. Caroline, yeah. Coraline. <laughs> She's been called Coraline. I've known you enough to catch glimpses of the actress from backstage and vice versa too.
how we've changed our costumes, swapped for taller ones, and grown seamed in secret keeping. Now a damsel, now a pirate, now newly seventeen. The rehearsal winds its school days down, and Broadway barely legal needs your lines. I will hold your cue, we'll pack the stands with fans of ours. On your day and the rest of them, we'll point the spotlight friend-wise. We'll stand beside and set you up to shine. That's so beautiful, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, she's gonna slot me because I only have cards. Here's a few dollars. I, I will buy a lot of popcorn today, okay? Shut up. This is for Caroline. You love Caroline. Do it for Caroline. Do it for Caroline. <laughs> Like $3. Seven hundred books, you know, of other poets. Who's your favorite poet? Um, hard to say, really hard to say. I can tell you three or four favorite poems. Uh, Skunk Hour, uh -huh. uh, Sailing to Byzantium, oh, yeah. uh, wow. anything by Dylan Thomas. <laughs> He's at the top of my list, probably. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but you know, there's other things that I certainly enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have any poets I hate, I guess, other than the Winston New Yorker. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> easy. That's an easy thing to hate. Isn't there's it? nothing there. It's all it's all an exercise. Luck, it, it, luck, you know, that luck. has nothing to do with genuineness. I, you won't and, find uh, anybody that disagrees with you yeah, right here. Well, yeah. I used to. Uh, have uh, slammed a waddle that you know was poetry slam. These used mm -hmm. to have been my building. Yeah. They used to meet, and I loved them. They let me read with them. They put <laughs> me on their CD. Yeah. I didn't go. Poetry's to, a really inclusive but, I mean, community. They were great. They knew I was old school, not their kind of poetry. Yeah, but yeah. I went and said, "My God, you people are coming and bleeding and tearing on the fucking yeah. page. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, right and I go read the crap in the New Yorker, and it's like I don't uh, even. I have to work hard. I right fixed a cup of coffee today in my. <laughs> Bourgeois <laughs> Brunch time. Brunch time. Yeah, so let me show me just one thing you wrote for the Halloween. If you got anything. Huh? Okay, I think I got something here. Sure.
So, uh, can you just uh, say again what they're doing? Trading, like the trading of the poems? Yeah. So, he's writing about what? Walls. He's writing about walls. And he wanted to write about people losing their heads. So, what's your fascination? Well, we were just talking about politics. and so on, off with their heads, it's been on my mind. Do you think it's easier for politics? Do you think they write for themselves, or do you think it's harder? Oh, it all depends. I mean, they're more, there's more substance to them. There's a lot more stuff in my head to think about when I'm about to write them, but that doesn't mean it's easier or harder, really. you know what I mean? Like, it, uh, there's just a lot more to work with, I guess. Documentary. Sweet. I do this all the time. We uh, we met at a reading. Uh, it's like, yeah, shoot videos. It's cool. Put it on YouTube. YouTube, yeah, Instagram. What's your uh, what's your page? I'm not really sure what to ask. Yeah. Were, you like, were you asking me about drugs? <laughs> I was, yeah. I mean, what's your relationship with like substances and, and writing right. or, or art in general? Uh, well, it's like, kind of like they say um, to like 
write drunk, edit sober. It's like you don't really get to edit when you do this. So it does make it easier to write. Um, and it'll, in some way, it's like you gotta deal with crowds and stuff. So it definitely like helps in that way. What about like writing stones or something? Uh, is they all have, have you seen the thing um, with like the spider webs on different drugs and stuff? Have you seen that? It's like a little meme. They give a spider a bunch of different drugs and all the spider webs look different. It's kind of like that. Like I could tell what was going on if I look at a poem afterwards. Um, when you're stunned, they're like minor, a lot more like dense and metaphorical and don't make quite as much sense on the surface. But they might not like flow as much, but there's like three times as many ideas in them, you know what I mean? And then drunk ones are like, I would be like a little outrageous, sometimes too much. Um, but then other times I was just more risk taking, you know what I mean, for better or worse. Um, Molly ones are some of my favorites. They're a real joy to write. I don't, I don't do that very often. Um, yeah, but like in a intense psychedelic sort of hyperactive mind way. Um, you tried writing on else? Yeah, yeah. Those ones are like, dude. I'm telling, it's all like little spiders. They all have like styles to them. Those are like little, um, like riddles usually. You know what I mean? Very short, cryptic. Um, some, some fine writing, I think, all told. Um, but honestly, like most of the time, they make you think the writing's better. But like once you actually look at them when you're sober, you're like, eh, it's not any anything better than you know a good happy sober day. How long you been, <coughs> how long you been traveling and writing? Um, I started traveling not that long ago in April. Um, I've been writing in New Orleans up till then, saving money so I could get a truck. And, um, yeah, once I finally did was this spring. I've been on the road since then, so all summer. <laughs> Highbrow bullshit. Oh, wait, 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 say it again. No. <laughs> Soy boy realism? Right, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, that um, no, the sign though, um, there's a guy in you know, Frenchman Street in New Orleans. Um, it's a street artist there, um, and also just generally a character. Uh, his name's Conan. Uh, usually, like, perched right across the street from the brass band that plays almost every night. And uh, he's this uh, late 50s, early 60s year old dude. Uh, wears a camo jacket and a Viking helmet with two big horns out of it. And he's just wild and crazy. Uh, really, you know, gnarly guy. And he, um, he paints a whole bunch of different like scenes like that with the skeletons and stuff doing different things. Um, since we were always like set up nearby him, um, he would like start talking to us, and then eventually he was like, oh, "I got something for you." Just like tweaking out, and then brought that over. <laughs> and he's he's made a bunch of these for a lot of different street poets in New Orleans, but I think I got the first one. I was there when like the signs started getting made. Uh, it looks this like is some one good of the material, actually. Oh yeah, he like found this in a dumpster somewhere, it's some kind of construction material. Um, but yeah, he came up with it all himself and stuff. He came up with the slogan. He's, he's good at that. Everybody likes it a lot. So yeah, anybody who likes that sign, go down to Frenchman Street and find Conan and buy some art from him. He's, he's having a get out of jail art sale. That's what he calls it. Stay out of jail art sale. Yeah. <laughs>
That's dope. Yeah. Conan. He's a cool dude. No, I don't get it. No <laughs> LA. Well, that's New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, and he, he had just always signs him. Like, yeah. I guess it's the year he was born, the 61. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you from originally? Actually, super not far from here at all. Um, I was born in Virginia Beach. Uh, my dad was in the Navy, so he moved around a lot. Uh, moved around a lot. Uh, so it just kind of came natural, I guess, to wander. Um, but then I went to school in Fredericksburg, college in Northern Virginia, and then went traveling after that, mostly to New Orleans, California, back over here. Do you have any plans for the future? This winter, I'm gonna go to the southwest, I think, go where it's warm. Um, I'm like, I want to write stuff that's not necessarily street poems at some point in my life to so put out. Poetry still, or like uh, novels, or uh, oh yeah, like I started writing really, um, like hey, what's up? Yeah, I got you. Um, for when I started writing, I was writing for the youth newspaper of, uh, of Fredericksburg, the Freelance Star, and they had uh, this really cool youth section of it where you could write like reviews or go to concerts and they pay for it or whatever, and it was so much fun. So that was kind of my introduction to stuff, was writing like little op-eds and rants and movie reviews and going to concerts and stuff. So journalism's like important to me. Um, so I don't know, I think, I think of that like writing opinions and essays and stuff. Um, I studied philosophy in school. It was kind of my first love, writing about ideas. And poems usually for me are like that. Like it's mainly a vessel for a certain perspective on something. What, uh, what, what do people usually ask for? What, what's your most popular request uh, for poems? Uh, stuff you probably expect. It's our anniversary. Can you write about my love for this person? Or it's somebody's birthday. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing someone asked you to write about? So many. The one on tap right now is, uh, uh, the last time I told someone this was like the weirdest thing I heard. Um, I was in Bangor, Maine, and it was these two ladies, and they said they wanted uh, really rough lesbian anal sex in an aquarium with sharks in it. That one was pretty weird. Fuck yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of those kind of things, though. I don't know. That's the kind of shit that I would like, like just to hear, just to see what happens. I like to write it. Yeah, it's hard to go wrong. Cause like I've thought about that a lot, writing like sex poems or crazy poems. Hey, how's it going? Good. So we pick a topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about going to college? Going to college. Okay. Twenty dollars. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> it's it's whatever work? you care to give after you hear it. So okay. I would just say, make sure you know you like it. So right. after I read it to you, then you decide. Are you, you're just about to go or are you going back? Just about to go. Uh-huh. 17, 18? Well, right now I'm 16, so we have one year. One more year. Oh, okay. We're looking at University of Richmond. I see. Are you visiting? You're not mm -hmm. from here? No. Where are you from? South Carolina. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah you're serious, man. You're looking at 16? Yeah. God. Yeah, well, I'm a junior. Like yeah, you gotta get your life together. Yeah. That's a good way to take it. Yeah. yeah. Um, fun. We love Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. Um, well, what are you what are you looking for in a college? I honestly don't list? really know. Yeah. I don't know. I got that. Yeah, yeah we're kind of just starting a college. Yeah. 
study? Do you? Um, maybe like English or like communications, that kind of thing. Okay. What's um, what's the best school you've seen so far? Uh, I really like UVA. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorites so far. It's a really nice school. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen Richmond yet, though. That's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. it's tomorrow. I hear University of Richmond's kind of like a sleeper school. Like it's really, really strong. It just doesn't get a lot of press. I went to George Mason, Northern Virginia. You can check that out. I like that school. Um, okay. So, it's still so far off, though. It's not really a present reality yet. You want to go away from home, though? Yeah, I don't really want to stay in South Carolina. I don't really think so. Why? Why don't you like South Carolina? Why do you think Virginia is much different? <laughs> Feels less less southern, southern to her. now and how it should be best to simply still and empty be the vase a future sits in and the water without flavor roots call home from far away best for now to plan as lightly as the air beneath a compass needle trembling and sensitive enough to listen for adventuring and leaving home are epithets for getting lost on purpose. Rarely is a heavy, wealthy pack or head of value to the lost. For now and how you are here, polished glass, incense the air of emptiness, paints the clean white page still pure. Soon the somethings come like heavy rain and huge flower fireworks thereafter. Soon the pages all are filled, and grateful you will thank the bliss and nothing that readied you. That is awesome! Racing stripes, do you see that? Yeah, she's she's a sick. Oh god, a beast, man. How long you had Kimberly for? Um, since April. I bought it for my friend for the discount rate. And yeah, that's my bed. That's all my gear. Um, that's where I sleep at. Usually like Walmart. Screw that last night. <clears throat> yeah, don't they like kick um, kick people out of sleeping from their cars? Isn't that hard to do? Um, no, not really at all. Uh, I've been kicked out one one place in Kentucky once, um, but other than that, for like what, almost five months now. And yeah, nobody really bothers me. Um, yeah, usually it's like you just don't want to be somewhere it's loud. And, you know, you gotta worry about people walking by you or something. Yeah. Um, 
That's why I usually like sleeping in strip malls. Oh, you, but, uh, do you have curtains? Mm-hmm. What about the back curtains? Um, sometimes I'll put like a blanket up and trap it, but other times I don't care. If I'm in a in a Walmart, everybody knows what what the deal is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you almost ready? Yeah. I'll definitely bring you some ibuprofen. Yeah, thanks. But yeah, I, I just wanted to show you like how I like set my stuff up when I'm walking around and stuff. It seems like a big old setup, but do you do it in pieces or like? No, I, I walked the whole thing over at once. You'll see. It takes a little finesse. So yeah, slide this thing through. And just strap everything to the backpack. That might, that might have been the one that did it. Yeah, dude, are you okay? Yeah, this happens sometimes. It's pretty bad. It hasn't been this bad in a while, but I'm kind of used to it. Oh. Six foot eight person problems. You know? Oh God, you are tall. Yeah. I mean, would it be easier if we, if I help? I could you help just you. Carried it. Yeah. Oh, I want to get the shot, man. Um, it's your prerogative, man. Yeah, that'd be cool. You should give me a hand. I got gotcha. you. Can you film, baby? I don't know. But yeah, usually it like slides through the, the strap. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I carry the other stuff with my hands. Oh lord. Yeah, thanks for your patience. There wasn't a lot of camera magic in that. Huh? Oh jeez, it's not a real life magic. Yeah, right. Right, this is my real life. Is your typewriter in there? Mm -hmm. That typewriter is so cool. Oh, yeah. Oh. I told you that. I got it for free, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, this I made from uh, like a dresser somebody was throwing away. So it had like, or a bookcase, I guess. But those are just like the slats of the bookcase. This may sound dumb, but how'd you get the chalk to not like wipe off? Um, they make chalkboard paint. So you just like paint this special kind of black paint on it. And it's got chalkboard molecules in it, you know? Ah. I'll bring you a couple of them. Yeah, that's right. They're the strong ones. Yeah, it's not usually this bad. You know, it's often like pretty stiff. But Your lower back? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of back issues too, it's from serving, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. But you're very tall, so I don't know how that, it probably hurts a lot more. A little extra strain, I think, yeah. Everything's a little too small for me, you know <laughs> what I mean? But yeah, so if you if you would picture that those two things would be slid through the back of the backpack, 
and then like you just basically like four feet wide you know what i mean yeah and uh, you gotta make sure you don't poke anybody in the face with your chair legs and whatnot um especially your height you definitely right there <laughs> well at least people can see me coming i like to think that helps like they know to get the fuck golly um but yeah, sometimes you take pretty lengthy little trips from where you gotta park to get there. The worst is taking a subway, but I was doing it in DC last weekend. Like, uh, parking at like one of the metro stops and then just riding the subway, like 40 minutes or whatever. Thing. Had like two layovers from it, you know what I mean? People look at you crazy. But yeah. I just wanted to show you my house. I'm really proud of her. You should get one from uh, the front so you can see her face too. Yeah. So you guys can meet. What's your name again? Kimberly. It's like <laughs> when you write something and like, let's say you really like it, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't want to let go of it. What do you yeah. do? Um, I take a picture of it. If my phone's alive. If my phone's not alive, then I'll like. Uh, put my info on the back and ask him to send it to me, but that happens maybe one out of ten times to actually send it back. How do you tell whether it's a good one or a bad one? Uh, I know it sounds kind of like a stupid question, but... You can tell. Yeah. I don't know how you could uh, put it in words, really. Have you ever been surprised about what people thought was really good? Um... No. Maybe I haven't like shared their opinion. I've definitely wrote ones where I was like, eh, just whatever, and they're like, oh my god. But, yeah. And then sometimes I'll write something I like, and it'll be like tepid, and then I'll be kind of disappointed. But never like a super, super big surprise. Who are your favorite writers? Ah, uh, shoot, that's a hard question. actually really like um, and even then there are ones that I liked before that I don't really like or read much now like the first poet I read that I was kind of pulled over by like a lot of people I was pretty young was who was it? the first person that I was like really pulled over by or like impressed by was Bukowski I was really oh, young when I first read him but I don't really like to read him anymore I don't, it's not that I don't think he's like a good poet um, some of his stuff is like amazing but like I'll read it enough and it's kind of like you get a song stuck in your head that's like sort of what it feels like like I'll just kind of have in my mind like oh I was hung over in a tiny house with a whore and you know what I mean it'll just be in my head I get kind of tired of it but I don't know I like um Robinson Jeffers is a good poet who is it Robinson Jeffers I never heard of him yeah yeah he's not super well heard of um I found out about him through Bukowski actually but uh this like nature poet that lived in Carmel in California, very beautiful, and basically like, like talk shit about the human race, kind of. <laughs> um, it's funny that he lives in nature way. talking shit about the human race. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's like the contrast or whatever. Duality, a man. Yeah, but it's really good. Uh, um, I studied philosophy, like I was saying, and it's very philosophical poems. So like Where did you go to school? Um, George Mason in Northern Virginia, close by where you live. What did you study? Philosophy. Philosophy. Just like broadly philosophy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the, the degree. 
I had like stuff I was kind of specialized in. But. What were you specialized in? Uh, really liked American philosophy. Uh, what is American philosophy? I actually don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a lot of people know, but like America had a lot of really great philosophers. Like, like um, more prestige to the Europeans and the British and stuff. But we had formidable, super brilliant, you know, amazing philosophers. John Dewey, William James, Charles Person. Um, How, what uh, time century is that? It's like early 1900s, uh, mid-1900s. I was literally thinking in my head when you said that, Jack Kerouac. Oh, yeah. Well, his, He's a know, writer, I know, but yeah, what makes a philosopher uh, yeah. different than a writer? Well, philosophy is uh, kind of talking about, like, first things, like what is reality, what are ethics, how do you, you know? I base my philosophy off of the movie The Matrix, personally. Oh, okay. Hello. Hello. What I thought was most interesting about the movie The Matrix is that they purposely lived in such shit, a shit shit, man. They had such a bad shit. It was like, why would they want to eat like that oatmeal like every day and like all that? And it's like, it's just funny what people will do to find the truth in such a fake world. And it's just so weird. It's like, why would that be a thing? Why would that be good? Yeah. yeah. It's not even a question. I'm just talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just remember the guy eating the steak in that movie. That's, Fuck yeah. Uh, I kind of sided with him, I guess, when I was a kid. Like, I was like, why don't I just eat fucking steak? Yeah. <laughs> Like, you kind of reduce that argument to absurdity. They were, like, in a really crappy ship, and they're, like, finally in the real world, and then, like, the next morning they wake up in Andromeda somewhere, and they're like, ha, gotcha again. Like, <laughs> Matrix is all the way down. Right? Yeah. Um, I think in the final analysis, all of this may be completely beyond our comprehension by default, you know? Kind of a nice thought. When did you start traveling around and uh, writing, like for the for people, um, sporadically and stuff? Well, I started traveling before I started writing on the street. Um, when I graduated school, which was 2013, um, I kind of like I got into grad school and could have done that and like had a more square life. And, um, and then the, kind of like the summer that I was deciding, my friend had bought a school bus that he like renovated into kind of an RV. And he was like, hey man, we're, I'm trying to ride down to New Orleans in this thing and live in it. What are you doing this summer? And I was like, fuck it. And at first I thought I was just going down for like a couple weeks or whatever. And then very quickly I was like, oh, this is my life now. <laughs> One summer. Mm -hmm. What happened on that bus? Yeah, yeah. We rode down to New Orleans and uh, crash landed in the seventh ward. <laughs> All there were like four of us. So I just kind of like made our way in life like that. Were they all artists or just kind of just nomads? Um, we were all just, mm -hmm. just kids. We just 
kind of graduated school or whatever. But, uh, you met them at George Mason? Nah, in Fredericksburg, where I went to high school. There was a girl I was dating, and a friend I had known, and then we picked up a random guy in Virginia Beach, and he hopped in. I just kind of made my way from there. Who's your favorite band? Uh, my favorite musician is Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Did you like um, Blonde? Of course. I like you everything. Did? He's my favorite musician. I, I think everything he's done is good. What's brilliant about him, honestly? I think he's brilliant. I'm not what? disagreeing. I just, I just, I just better, don't. Better I, phrase that question respectfully now. Um, <laughs> What's brilliant about Frank Ocean? I'd, I'd be on a lot of words well, to do well, that. Okay, I'll, I'll change it. Well, you're right. I will rephrase it. What exactly different, like, makes him different than other artists that are popular, such as like Kanye West or like, you know, Lil Uzi or something? Um, like his writing. Sometimes people ask me. That's the place to start, at least. Um, Sometimes people ask me like who your favorite poet is, and I'll say him. Because uh, his writing is pretty incredible. Um, man, I, everything. I don't know. I think he's pretty phenomenal for being like the first uh, transparent rapper and artist in general, kind of in this new age. Well, definitely. Yeah, it took a lot of courage to do that, especially to do it in a way that like refused to be labeled as a certain thing you're gonna interview somebody who was like how does it feel to be blah 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 bisexual blah 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 and he was like you can just end the interview right now i'm not gonna like you're just trying to like label me as a person like, yeah please i have no. such little respect for a person sharing you know intimate details of their life hold on <coughs> hello yo no, but I am curious. I'm just like, why keep traveling? Why not set up shop somewhere? And, like, why do you like to travel? Um, why not just set up shop somewhere? And like, just write in like, uh, you know what I mean? I kind of thought about it. Um, maybe one thing, like, if you sleep in your truck. It gets cold in certain places and hot in certain places, you know? Um, so I like, spent a lot of July in Maine, and it was delightful. And even last night, I was like, fuck it, I gotta go south. It's too cold. Why, why travel? Not, not... It's like a, I don't know, kind of a shortcut to inspiring yourself. It's a bit of a light hat. <laughs> you see something new, it makes you think of new things. I mean, I was living in New Orleans and writing on the street for about six months straight. Just like first half of this year, and that was fine. But yeah, I wanted to get out, see some stuff. So that's plus, you can be anonymous. Being anonymous is a big, a big plus. Nobody's ever gonna see you again. You can do whatever you want. Nice fucking plus. So that's what happens when it gets like cold. Where like you know when it gets really cold out. Where do you go? South. Uh, where it's not cold. Uh, I mean, I have a sleeping bag and blankets and stuff, so I can 
just lay down and swat on myself. What's the most successful place that you've gone that they just like can't get enough of that? Like, oh, jeez. Real poetry. Um, I like stumbled definitely this place in a small town in Pennsylvania that I was in like beginning of August. Bethlehem had uh, like the biggest free music festival in the country and I just like googled it and was like oh yeah I'll go work at a festival that'd be cool and uh, I didn't know how big it was and it was 10 days long and the first couple of days were pretty hot and I just like crashed it and then the police were like you have to pay money to set a booth up and um, I went to this art gallery that was on one of the main streets where the festival is and told them what I did and they're like yeah just set up in front of our store they can't kick you off from there so then it just like snowballed like I wrote a couple good ones for the people the artists in the gallery who had like a little bit of a following and they hyped me up and then I was on a couple little news outlets for the the town and since it went on for 10 days it was like people started hunting me down and it's fucking crazy you know like because it was a small town too so it was easy to be kind of infamous or whatever and man, just be like at a bar on my off time, and be like, guys, ah, the put is super tight, man. That's been <laughs> fun. But uh, it's also nice to be able to be like, oh, okay, that's done. I'm gonna go back where nobody knows me. I just drove straight up to Maine from there, and was in Portland, Maine, and nobody had any idea I was famous in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. <laughs> you know? That is cool. wild. Yeah, that was really good though. It was a lot of fun. When was that? Last year? Mm-hmm. I think it was like two months ago. Two months? Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ended up uh, putting a zine together. Uh, really? Uh huh. I kept carbon copies of all the poems I wrote that week. And, God, there were probably 300 maybe. It's like fat stack. And um, I picked out the ones I liked the most. And, just like Bethlehem poems and it was all poems that I had written that week Bethlehem I know that's a location but it just reminds me of religion is that not yeah, a yeah. religious place um I don't know what the story is behind the naming of the town but there's like a Nazareth Pennsylvania right next to it so I'm out of intentional dude you put together a zine I've always wanted to, I, I'm trying to come up with a zine actually currently super easy dude <laughs> it's like literally the easiest thing how what do you do you photocopy stuff <laughs> I can show you this one um I like sold out of all the stuff I have. I really need to print some new things, but these are all just like misprints of the cover of the first one that I did. Um, yeah, I put, um, I like ripped up this $20 bill that I had to like frame the little like dedication on the table of contents. <laughs> and I tripped the like counterfeit detector on the copying machine. So the first ones all came out black because I tried to photocopy money. But, uh, but yeah. I didn't even know they had those trip marks yeah, on there. Me neither, yeah. But uh, this was the cover of it. Because mm-hmm. I used to have this little mini Polaroid. These are all people in New Orleans. Oh, that's um, dope. I had this mini Polaroid, and for a while I was taking pictures of all the people that got poems. I remember most of these poems, too, or at least a lot of them. This was a guy that stayed at my friend's hostel Which for a while. And he would always come by like with his tourists that he was shepherding around. This is another street poet from New Orleans uh, named Zach, and we would sit next to each other a lot. He was really good with like the crowd and stuff, so we would have a lot of fun. Um, oh, 
this lady was like some supercharged high executive. The one in the black? The one in the, the one red. The paper. Yeah, it was, they were all like, it was a mob of women in red dresses. It's another street putt, Christy, who's an angel and amazing. It's another street putt. This lady had just gotten breast implants and she wanted a poem about her new boobs. Ew. And uh, so that's the poem right there. I was like, can I get a picture of you with your poem? She was like, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna put it in your shirt, okay? She was oh, like, all right. <laughs> I thought that was like bandage wrapping. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> to wrap up her new boobs. Yeah, no, but they're like brand new. Like, Dude, that's that so day cool. old. <laughs> She's like, oh, I want a poem about my tits. I'm like, oh, yeah. How many copies did you make? Um, it's a 30, yeah. Um, but, oh, this was one of the best poems I've written, I think. This was from January of this year. What, uh, wow, that's so funny. Um, oh no. That was fine. It's not fashion, right? It's not. Well, so I guess it says right there, unrequited love for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's what she wanted to find about. Hi, before I can't speak the language. Here, you, you should read it better. Oh, okay. Just can't speak the language. Everyone got an accent, tongue twisted with personal battlefields. Everyone so hard to hear, my twist was so violent it knit a string. Here I am, Rapunzel, a red thread trailing off my wrist. Who's gonna come climb up to where I see it? I like that one a lot. Oh, yeah. oh, this was when I ripped off the, that was like $20 bill shreddings, and I had to rip them off so that it would print that. Photocopy, right? Uh, Did you choose orange? No, I don't, these are all like weird misprints or whatever. Um, yeah, it was supposed to be gray like that. I think those are, yeah, but I don't have any of the rest of the poems. Yeah, because I sold them all. <laughs> Need to get some more. But yeah, I made it in um, June. What's the most that you ever, like, sold a poem for? One lady gave me a laptop one time. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was a friend of a friend. She was about um, her, she had a sugar daddy and she had left him behind from where she had uh, traveled from. So she was in one place and then she migrated to New Orleans and she was trying to leave all that behind. And uh, the guy was like buying her stuff and he bought her this really high-end laptop and I wrote her poem she liked a lot and then she gave me the laptop for it. Like, I want to get rid of this stuff. That was pretty tight. I think that laptop was worth about $500. So that was pretty cool. Other than, like, other than that, just $100 bills sometimes. When you get lucky, lucky. Last, yeah, money's weird, man. Yeah. People aren't supposed to know how much money you can make writing poetry. It's, it's a, <laughs> it encourages a lot of bad decisions. Oh, that sounds kind of hopeful, actually. What? Sounds very hopeful. What? What does? The not sure how much uh, money you make. That means that it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're able to make a living writing poetry on the street. Well, fuck yeah. Like I said, it's a mixed blessing because a lot of people start doing it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, it becomes a punchline. People who aren't that good at it start doing it. It's a frustration. If you had to, like, I don't know, a one-liner of what your style is, what would it be? 
Oh, God. I know that's a, that's a loaded one. I know. I know. 